The following podcast contains explicit language. Though even we wouldn't say or and especially not Colton didn't jump the fence this week, so I don't even know why we're doing this podcast at all. I mean, what's the point? You know, to quote one of our wisest presidents, <laughs> you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me oh. seven times. <laughs> you can't get fooled again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have that sound clip somewhere. We'll try oh. to drop that in here. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. Um, That's one of my favorite W clips. Yeah, no, it's amazing. It's one of the best presidential quotes ever (laughs) in the long history of presidential quotes. You can't can't get fooled again. (laughs) It's just some down-home Texas uh, wisdom for us, just a plain-spoken guy. And yet, here we are, fooled again. Fooled again, yep. So, I really thought that Colton was going to do it this week. I'm starting to think maybe jump he... Jump the fence, not Jump the fence, it. not do it, yeah. yeah. Lose his fence-jumping virginity. Um, yeah, I really thought this was going to be the week. I was all hyped up for it. I'm on high fence alert. <laughs> I'm, I see a fence and I'm just automatically looking for Colton. Right. So I think he's going to come jumping over from the other side. I, w- I welcome it. I can't live like this. I can't live at this high stress level. It's like being at threat level orange all the time at the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we will talk about what happened. None of it. Which I mean, was... we did get some uh, interesting uh, developments. Sure, sure. I was not expecting an exit from Hannah B. No, or Heather to just be like, peace, I'll see Uh, you later. I was a lot less shocked by that. I was a little shocked that it happened of Heather's own accord. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally thought Heather... I didn't think women in her community were allowed to have any autonomy, so... (laughs) want to say that i made a really funny joke there and ryan made me cut it so i did you're yep. welcome listeners i'm the uh lame buzzkill yeah, censor around here a x-rated <laughs> podcast if that's what it was shoot me yeah. an email. <laughs> you'll get anna's hot takes yeah. that are a little too hot for the podcast uh, uh well yeah. before we get to the events of the episode we've got some shout outs and one correction to do mm-hmm. um so we've got a new australian fan amy that sent us uh good day amy she told us that our accents were terrible Spot on. <laughs> um, <Crikey>. so... <laughs> i passed me the veggie mate well you did the dingo eat your baby amy <laughs> good day mate <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Let's go scuba diving. <laughs> now we're just doing Peppa Pig. <laughs> Let's jump in muddy puddles. So welcome Amy from yeah. the land down under. And uh we're getting awesome iTunes reviews yeah. from our fans. So we got this explosion of iTunes reviews that are all good, extremely complimentary. We're, we're incredibly narcissistic people, so it just <laughs> feed our egos, yeah. please. They're <laughs> bottomless holes. Uh but two particularly stand out. We have a listener who I assume is named Katie, based on her iTunes review, says she wants to be friends with us. Is this the Katie that we're already friends with? Katie, is that you? No, it's a different Katie. How do you yeah. know? Because she doesn't spell her name the same way. Unless um, it's Katie Incognito. I think it's Katie that we know pretending to be a different Katie. <laughs> they're, they're so cool. I wish I was friends with them. <laughs> no, this Katie says she wants to be friends with us. And I say, done. Bring it on. Done. We're uh, coming. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. How I was cool going to say, you, I was going to say, we're coming to your house this weekend for an Oscar party. Lay out a spread for us, Katie. Roll out a red carpet. And we'll see how it goes. We'll do this friendship on kind of a trial basis, yeah, I think. Like yeah, like Crawford. 
<laughs> you have to prove yourself to us. Prove yourself worthy. And Prophet is proving herself worthy. We're getting more and more research from her all the time. Yeah, she's deep undercover in the Bachelor I know, I world. Like, does, does Prophet have a real job? I feel like maybe she quit her real job to her just graduate do studies. Yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, we, I support it. Prapa. We need a research assistant who will get on the show as a contestant and report to us yes. like an expose. Yeah. That's who out there will do that for us, fan base. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get somebody in there under deep cover. At least, like, one of you has to be young and good looking. <laughs> Someone of our listeners. Some, one of our hundred listeners. <laughs> what are the odds? One in a hundred has got to be attractive mm-hmm. enough to get on the show. Though I predict that they'll get so deep undercover that they'll fall for The Bachelor and the whole thing will go sideways. Well, that was the, um,. Remember my Bachelor screenplay? I do, yeah. That was kind of the plot of yeah. that, that like somebody just goes on it as a lark. Right. But then ends up actually falling in love, but you find out that it's really producer run. Mm-hmm. And so the Bachelor has to decide whether or not they're going to go for true love or go in the direction of the producers. I, right? I yeah, forget. well, no, and what happens, and this is all copyrighted, by the way, so don't write this screenplay and sell it for millions of dollars, listeners. But what happened was they start to fall in love. The bachelor, I think it was a bachelorette and a guy, like yeah. a Seth Rogen type. Um, and yeah. they start to fall in love, but the producers make her cut him. That's so right. he gets and cut. And then he has to fight his way back on the show. He fights his way back on the show. And that's right. Because yep. now I'm remembering the brilliant plot twist, which is that he discovers that there's like a bachelor, like super... Like a secret society of yeah. like reality TV winners. Yeah. And of course, when we were first conceiving of this, it was going to be like Joe Millionaire and yeah. stuff. I think we need to update that at this point. It was going to be cameos. <laughs> Of a bunch of different... Now, uh, it's Ben Higgins. It whoop. Maybe they could bust Chris Sewell's out of jail. They're like, come on, Chris Sewell's. There's a jailbreak sequence for, uh, for manslaughter, but let's bust your ass out of prison. They bake a file in a cake and send it to him. Uh, so they he has to get these like bachelor superpowers right. together, and they help him. They help him get back on the show for true love. Yeah, yeah. and he he pulls a Kalen basically and interrupts a date to bring it back around to this episode. I don't remember that. Did you just make that up? No, he well he has to like get back on the show, so he has like burst back on the show. Yeah, uninvited. Right, I do remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, all right, so that's to our be brilliant clear, this idea. This was my movie. <laughs> I contributed some of it that he worked at the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> that was my idea. Oh, oh man. All right. So, uh, Katie, we'll see how it works out. Steven if we can be Spielberg, friends. Call us. <laughs> um, we also had a review uh, from Mel from the Bay Area who says that we make her laugh on the train. Aww. Which is very complimentary, but people are going to think you're crazy, Mel from the Until Bay Area. You say- Hey, I'm laughing because I'm listening to this awesome podcast. Check it out. And then what's going to happen, Mel, from the Bay Area, is you're going to take one of your headphones and put it in the other person's ear, and you're going to listen together, and you two are going to fall in love. All because of this podcast. Yeah, I presume that there's no less than five or six romances and marriages because of our podcast. I itches. Oh, that's no good. (laughs) I see. It does itch. Yeah. Um, All right. Do we have more shout We outs? Real quick correction. Last yeah. week, I made the bold claim that Hannah G was some sort of psych major. Yeah. She is not. Right. Yeah. You're I like, was. Hannah G's posting all sorts of academic <laughs> articles on her Twitter feed. <laughs> Different Hannah G. Can you G. believe that there are two yeah. Hannah G's on Suddenly Twitter? Suddenly it turns out that's not accurate. Yeah. But well, I don't mean to diminish her because she still is a content creator, still the star of at least four music videos. And who told us? this was it profa that told us that um hannah g lost to hannah b for miss alabama yeah yeah i can't remember now it was um it was the person jenny it was jenny it was our new research assistant jenny yeah Yeah, and her husband david jenny you hired (laughs) robin (laughs) you fired Um, tweet us another yeah, theme but, song oh, from a Jimmy show also Robin. gave us the intel on why there was on the no two on one yeah the girls refused to do it oh man i like that the girls are just like no fuck we're you, not Harrison. doing this yeah 
Speaking of which, where was Harrison this entire episode? Still, uh, you know, recovering from his coke binge in <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> Throwing in Ben Higgins as if that's a suitable <laughs> right, replacement. Yeah. Like, ben Higgins is just sitting there having a cup mm. of coffee. Yeah, you got to go for me. Yeah, he calls up a former bachelor. I can't do it, Higgins. <laughs> I'm losing it. He's probably with his lady friend. He's too well, busy listen, for the franchise now. I have heard many rumors that if Harrison is the bachelor... Um, there's the big question of like, well, then who yep. would be Harrison? And Ben Higgins is one name that gets brought oh, up. Oh, he's so vying for the job. maybe they're trotting out yeah. different candidates. I really... Much like the Republican primaries. <laughs> it actually is going to be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Ugh, not even for this. Yeah. Go away, old man. There's not enough opportunities. That's my batch, my Bernie Sanders impression. It's been 84 years. <laughs> you know what? Here's a bachelor match made in heaven. <laughs> you know what I'm going to oh, say. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Do it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders and one Elise. <laughs> Do you think that she would go for a younger man like I that? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> really, Bernie needs somebody who's a little bit, you know, a little bit younger than Elise. <laughs> Uh, the only person that I could see Elise being with at this point is dead Fred Willard. <laughs> we don't know if they that's... are perfect for yeah. each other. Yeah, they may be. Maybe that's why he wasn't at the uh, karate match Maybe. in Vietnam. We met they... in the afterlife. <laughs> he was waiting. He held the pearly gates open for me. Oh, old yeah, Elise. Is that a sexual reference? <laughs> he trimmed my garden. <laughs> I had grown so many roses <laughs> over the years. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, let's get into what actually happened yeah, in right. this episode. One, two, three. We're going to start with some Coco Cam. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Coco here. <laughs> I'm wondering, are they trying to transition this like into a found footage uh, show? I feel like it's getting to that point. Maybe, like Blair Witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. Blair Witchcraft. Blair Witch Project. I like it that it's (laughs) Blair Uh, Practical Magic. It's kind of a crossover (laughs) movie between the Blair Witch Project and the Sandra Bullock Nicole Kidman vehicle. Go suck your own dick. It's it's nine forty one. I'm tired. One of us had to teach not today, but yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. One of us is on sabbatical, just hanging around, being a dick all day. Yep, that's my job now. Um, yeah, Coco Cam, Gucci, he says, uh, three people said the same thing when they said goodbye to me. You're a smart guy. Trust your gut. There are some people who aren't ready for this. I like the idea that Colton is smart enough to like figure that out on his own. He's not smart enough to just ask what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) Which is weird because he'll ask other people like, hey, so-and-so said this terrible thing about you. I can't decide if he's just that dumb or like if the producers told him he wasn't allowed to watch. Like what reason would he have for not asking at this point? Katie said, be careful. And the producers like grabbed her and like whisked her away. (laughs) She was pulled into a van. (laughs) Um, I, you know, we had talked last week how this was sort of like a wizard giving warnings. The thing I thought of this week was like in a spy movie when there's a mole in the organization, you have to suss oh, them out. Yeah, yeah, like Cole is, Colton is trying to figure out, but you know, like who's the. That the mole is Kaylin slash Cassie. And in fact, it's Tasha, <laughs> according to Surprise! Us Weekly. Who has been, and sorry guys, should I give a spoiler? Uh, I know people like that we don't give spoilers. People do love. So let me just say this, y'all. Somebody's not there for the right reasons. Uh Uh-oh. Here for the wrong reasons. y'all are all really smart viewers slash podcast listeners. And I think you can figure it out. Yeah, everybody knows. Somebody shouldn't be there. This is like uh, in your sorority rushes, how you used to talk about how like, you would say one of the girls. I don't think she has good uh, makes oh, good judgments. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the phrase? Her, her. Ju- yeah, it there was like a really specific like decision making ability is questionable. Yes, that's what it is. And but it meant like this is a terrible person. Use a hoe. 
<laughs> Everybody knows that you're a <laughs> She has bad decision-making capabilities. Um, okay. Um, all right. Ben Higgins is here. Ben. In Denver, we should mention they flew back to the States. Yes. To Colton's hometown. And Colton, I feel like, is like, thank God. Yeah. Like, everything can get back to normal now that right. we're back in America. Enough of this foreignness. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, um, Ben of the infamous two I love yous. Yeah. He was the first one, I believe, to break that barrier. Yeah, though, um, And once he did it, everybody did it. He, once he broke the seal. He was a real yeah. pioneer. <laughs> real, uh, revolutionary in his own way. it was, uh, that girl he chose. Ooh, what's her name? Nah, nobody cares. And JoJo was the other girl that he right. really screwed over. right. I want to say Lauren, name? but I no, feel like that's right. just Lauren all their B. names. Lauren Bushnell. Is she, they're pregnant now? Absolutely not. They're, They've they broken just got up ma- and oh. she's dating a country music star. Hmm. Is it Garth Brooks? Uh, no. Is it James Taylor? James the, ba- James Bachelor Taylor. Yes, James Bachelor. That's his middle name. Yeah, James <laughs> Bachelor Taylor. Nope. Uh, anyway, I really liked that Ben Higgins, in response to his dilemma, told Colton to lead in. Someone's been reading some Sheryl Sandberg. <laughs> ben Higgins is a real feminist. <laughs> I read this great book called Lean In. You've got to I'm do that. I'm pretty sure it's all about the bachelor process. <laughs> it totally changed my bachelor game. That's what made me decide to say I love you to two different people. I leaned in. Colton says that he's falling in love with multiple people, and uh, Ben asks him, how do you feel about that? (laughs) I mean, do you feel like a dick? Because you should. (laughs) I feel great about it. Yeah, I feel really great. Um, Any more about Ben? No, I was going to say, you know who I'm falling in love with? Colton's dog. Sniper. (laughs) The dog's name is Sniper. Why is it named Sniper? Yeah. Coming in for the kill. Yeah. Oh, you don't even see him. You know what I would have liked to have seen? What? A, like, end, end credit sequence where we see Sniper falling in love with Copper. Oh, yeah. Or the dog that uh, apparently is also now uh, Colton's that Crystal gave to him. No, they put that dog down. Oh, right. That's true. Sniper killed it, actually. <laughs> Um, all right, and then what we really must speak about is Hannah B.'s wardrobe choices. I'm at this oh, point in God. my notes. Yikes. Yeah, so they're in Denver. They meet Sniper and also Colton in a park, and Hannah B. is wearing, I mean, how would you describe It's just a sheer bodysuit right. with a black bra underneath. Yeah, that's it. I guess this is the kind of thing you can get away with when you're a beauty queen on the pageant circuit. I guess it's what you can get away with in Denver. <laughs> Everybody's just, hi. This is why. She I'm... thought that was a shirt, actually. <laughs> this is Look what at my happens. shirt. It's so weird. We sink down into this legalization of marijuana. Jeff Sessions was right yeah. the whole time. Denver is just this, like, sin den. <laughs> it's a gateway drug to terrible fashion choices a gateway drug to whoring it up in a nice public park. You got Sniper there just trying Sniper's to Sniper's delicate a sensibilities. And Sniper just dropped that ball and started humping her. And who could blame him? It's bestiality everywhere. <laughs> um, all right. Colton invites Tasha on the first one-on-one. And I have to mention this. I, th- I wonder if you noticed this, too. He deployed for the first time his episode catchphrase, which is, you want to get out of here? Oh, I thought it was, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, also that, but he said, you want to get out of here? Maybe like ten times this episode, even when... They weren't really in a place, and they weren't really going somewhere. Like when they're standing on the Continental Divide with Kaylin, he's like, you want to get out of here? Yeah, (laughs) you want to get out of the outdoors? I didn't notice that. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, they did go on, uh, they headed out on the date. I mean, that's better than, like, Colton likey. (laughs) (laughs) Colton, big baby. (laughs) Or um, Ari's. Was it Ari's? I like that. I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's better that. than that. Yeah. I um, love that. Um, yeah. They, he says that, she, that he's taking Tasia to just see what a typical day in Denver is like for him, which uh, evidently 
involves really bringing out Colton's inner fat kid when they go and just eat a bunch all day, which yeah. I'm totally yeah. in favor of. They go to a wine tasting. They eat. It's like a very decadent. They eat oysters. Yeah. They, they feed they ice cream ice to the dog. Cream, and then they continue to eat the ice cream. <laughs> Nice. Oh wait, they they fed it to the dog and then ate it. I missed that. I'm okay with that. No, I just I do that all the time with Ella. I didn't see that. I just want to make sure that I'm understanding mm-hmm. correctly because that's important. I actually feel like that's kind of sweet in a weird way that they're like that comfortable with each other. To, like I feel like Tasha and ice cream to a dog. and Colton and then eat the ice cream that the dog ate. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think feel like they that's did. cute in its own review. Profa, review the foot. At this point, our research assistants are just forced to go back and watch things that we've seen <laughs> to confirm that we're right. Robin, can you look up whether Hannah G is actually a psychology major <laughs> or not? We're gonna say that she is, and we just need you to right know, tell us if we're wrong. That goes with in grad school. My friend Nathaniel and I, who used to be a listener and apparently no more, is dead to me. Um, he uh, he and I wanted to do this thing where we started, like, positive rumors about people and see if they would catch on. That was really stupid. Yeah. This is why you and Nathaniel, y'all just had a stupid friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing it's over now. <laughs> y'all were idiots. Yeah. We're, I like the past tense. I appreciate no that. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Are. Continue to be. Well, and we don't need uh, Nathaniel's fan art anymore because we have Michaela. That's right. Go to our Twitter, y'all. She blew our minds this week with the Garth Brooks mm-hmm. Titanic fan art. Amazing. And she drew it yeah. in what? I mean, uh, we like posted this hour. episode, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at like 11 o'clock in the next morning. It was good to go. So, Michaela, so. we're going to need you to continue doing that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, all right. Here's something that I was disturbed by on this date. Uh, Colton buys what appears to be a bunch of either salmon or tuna. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what he was pointing I think to. I know where you're going. And then they just go to a restaurant after that. Like, what happened to that fish? They just left it in the bag? And I they're... guess so, because they eat it later. It's like when your dad tried to eat those <laughs> those Thai leftovers that involved shrimp. They had been sitting in the... Co- we went to a Thai restaurant. He bought a seafood dish, left the leftovers in the car during the entirety of a play. Of a play, yeah. The play was terrible <laughs> I'm really hoping your mom doesn't listen to this podcast I don't think she does uh, then he eats the leftovers the next day and is shocked to find out that he has an upset stomach yeah they actually Colton did something similar he brought leftovers all the way from Thailand to America <laughs> these fish eyes will keep on the plane right I just don't understand why you would go to the fish shop first right no that seems like something you gotta do right before you right go and when cook you're it back yeah um, at some point in all of this, maybe while the fish is sitting in the car, Colton shares something <laughs> that he's never shared with us before. Is it his greatest fear? His greatest fear. Yeah, he's finally so... telling us his greatest fear. I, I feel like, how are they all acting like they're still interested when he <laughs> right. says this? Tell me more. Well, I was wondering, did Colton have a fear before this show? <laughs> <laughs> Like, can you imagine if your greatest fear in life was something that came up like two months ago? He says, that's my greatest fear in this whole process. Okay, okay. You're being too hard on it. <laughs> Just not being fair. We, I also, we should mention there's uh, there was the news of Colton getting groped this week. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah, genuinely. That that does suck for no, Colton. Yeah, yeah no, no jokes about it. That uh, is totally inappropriate. I know that wasn't one of our listeners. That did it. Definitely wasn't me. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Shaggy over here. It wasn't me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is uh, our listeners know better. So we know it was none yeah. of you, but some I, asshole out there. I do not know better, but I wasn't at the end. You weren't there. It wasn't me. <laughs> they saw me grab him on the sofa. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I even like... had him in the shower. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that song has not aged well for the Me Too era. It, well, and it wasn't very good to begin with. Though oh, I think that are you kidding me? That is a good song. It's a it's a stupid but entertaining song. But I do think what people miss is that the other speaker in the song is who, the boyfriend. Well, is the boyfriend? But he's like, well, it's the guy who who was caught cheating. Yeah, and goes to Shaggy for advice. But at the end, the other guy's like. This advice is stupid. 
Like, this makes no sense. What uh, are you talking about, Shaggy? I'm going to have to revisit the lyrics. Yeah. I I've been that. listening to you. Okay. It oh, makes okay. no this sense is... at all. Yeah. Whoa. What? You don't care for that? <laughs> I no. I do not. We'll pop, we'll pop that in because, uh, yeah, he tells Shaggy, your ideas are stupid. I've been listening to your reason. It makes no sense at all. And so there's, it doesn't redeem the song, but it adds a layer of textual nuance that right. I think some readers will find invigorating. Can we move forward? Yeah. Um, Colton, because apparently he can't ask people directly, but he's all about stirring the pot with the ladies, uh, asks Tasha basically, like, what is happening? All these girls have warned me. Um, he also says that he's not questioning her motives at all, which is extremely interesting given mm-hmm. what we know from Us Weekly. Sure. Um, he says, I want to hear from you about what you've seen or what you've heard. Can we pop in real quick over sure. to the scene at the house? Because it's such great editing. Oh, yeah. It goes over to Cassie and uh, Kaylin saying basically like... At least nobody named names. Again, it's like it's a communist, like, was like... You name names! (laughs) It's like Colton is that, who was the Red Scare politician? McCarthy? McCarthy? Yeah. It's like Colton is McCarthy trying to suss out the hidden communists. And so immediately after Colton, or Cassie and uh, Kaylin say this, we cut back to Tasha. Cassie and Kaylin are blacklisted. (laughs) And Tasha says... Uh, some girls aren't necessarily, actually, before I read this quote, I am anti-Tasha. I'm, I'm okay. losing, losing I don't like patience. any, I don't know. I like Kaylin. I think that's it. I like Hannah G actually. Yeah, I do too. I feel like I'm not in love with any of them. Well, that's okay. You, you're not supposed to be. Well, but like, I feel like in the past there's been somewhere I'm like, oh, this person seems like, um... The taxidermy person. Like, I feel like Kendall. Kendall, Yeah. Kendall sucked. Kendall was fine. Especially in the season, she had some personality. Look at me play this you. Look, I'm so quirky. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so manic pixie dream girl. (laughs) Of course you're in love with Kendall. Well, I mean, what else is new? Nothing. Nothing is new. I just feel like that's real predictable. I'm just saying, like... Compared to the other people, she had some personality. But oh, getting back to this season. Oh, brother. Oh, um, Getting back to this season, I am not a fan of Tasha. I'll just leave it okay. at that, all right? Here's the quote from Tasha. Okay. Some girls aren't necessarily in this for possibly the right reasons. And I'm not telling you because I don't want to tattletale. I feel like Cassie and Kaylin are genuine. <laughs> I like it that she paused there, and I felt like, oh man, Tasha's not gonna, right. give, gonna give take him, the high yeah. road. Yeah, I'm not gonna sell out my sisters. Yeah, she said that they are always talking about being the next Bachelorette. That's all they're talking about, and they also don't know if they're ready to get engaged at the end of this. Do you think? It, it appears that what Tasha is talking about is like third-hand knowledge or made up at best. But do you think if you were on The Bachelor that you would talk with some of the other girls of like, would you want to be Bachelorette well, if this is... Well, that's what I think <clears throat> has happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the safety of your own integrity, mm-hmm. you just couldn't. Cause you couldn't mention so, it. No, you couldn't. Because yeah. I, I do feel like probably what happened is that people were like, well, what happens if you're not the one? Would you be mm-hmm. interested yeah. in being The Bachelorette? Yeah. And then probably Kaylin... And or Cassie said, yeah, I, I would consider right, it. And right. then Tasha's running to Colton saying, that's all they mm-hmm. talk about. Cassie was walking around pretending to hand out roses to audition for The Bachelorette. I feel like Kaylin is more genuine than Cassie. That's just a gut instinct. You're saying that, that you don't trust the person who's been on two reality shows so far? I don't trust the person that went to Biola <laughs> for their school. Is that that's what it's called? Yeah. Bible... Bible Institute of Los Angeles. Yeah. Biola. Ola. Biola. Biola. That's their fight song. That sounds like a legit institution. (laughs) Thanks, higher ed. Um, No, I, yeah, I don't know. I I do still like Kaylin. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like the minute I start to like someone, they end up, you know, doing something. Right. Well, and you mentioned not liking Tasha, and I feel like. 
I liked the I didn't other... like Tasha from the get-go. She smiles too much. Remember I that? Hate... Oh, I do remember because I said so that I like her. sexy. <laughs> well, that will uh, ruin like anyone's Tasha's smile. Maybe that's why I associate it with Colton saying the yeah, word sexy. That makes you throw up in your mouth a little bit. Um, well, what I was going to say is other than that moment, it seemed like they had a nice date. Like, I think that she and Colton have a likable chemistry and actually seem to like get along pretty well um but it based on some things that we know that we can't mention um it sounds like, it sounds like shit's gonna, all hit gonna the go fan. yeah gonna yeah. go into the shitter pretty soon <laughs> um all right okay colton again talks about that being his biggest fear he said he had no questions for Kaylin and cassie and now he does i also think that colton just seems stupid like why do you believe Tasha over some of the other girls? Right. Like, don't you understand that Tasha could easily be lying? I don't know. I feel like his approach in all of this is kind of stupid because any of the girls could be lying at any time. Sure. And also when he confronts them directly, like, what what are they going to do? They're you like, caught me. Yep. You got me, Colton. <laughs> up, gigs up. I'm here for yeah. the wrong reasons. <laughs> I'm going to play this siren to indicate <laughs> that I'm here for the wrong reasons. I guess reasons. I'll just uh, hop in a van and go home. I guess now. I'll hop on this train and <laughs> choo-choo on out of here. Um, the other thing later when he's confronting one of them, he's like, why would someone make that up? Why would somebody say that? It's like... To win the game? (laughs) Pillow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hold music. nice melody i know i could just listen to that yeah maybe we'll replace our podcast with just the theme from the summer place i could just replace our whole podcast with bootlegged songs i hope i think people enjoyed the whole thunder or not thunder rolls that summer at the end of the podcast last time it's just a way to sort of pirate garth brooks music i got real mad at you when you put that whole what song was that oh it was like uh yeah wait it was underlying our audio yeah, it was like Leanne Rhymes or something. Yes. Yeah. And it was so How irritating. can I live without you? Yeah. And you played the whole song yep. and it was a terrible podcast. I'm choice. not I'm not doing that anymore. We had a conversation about yes. it and I made the mature decision to not do that anymore. All right. Um they go and cook dinner, mm-hmm. cook that, that fish, uh, <laughs> putrid <Yeah>. salmon. It's <laughs> rotting. The, uh, cook out all the bacteria. Um, Tasha says that her dad, so they start talking about hometown dates because the roses that we're getting this week are, you know, an invitation to go to hometown dates. Mm-hmm. Tasha says that her dad might have some hesitation at first and some questions. So pretty normal guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like what dad is going to be like, yep, this checks out. Yeah. No, there was a great scene from next week. I'm sure we'll get into it more, but from the preview, one of the dads is like, yeah, you seem like a guy that's dating my daughter. Like, that's pretty much all I can tell about this. One of them later, maybe Kaylin said, or maybe it was Tasha said, um, like, my dad's going to be so happy to see me in such a healthy relationship. It's like, this isn't a healthy relationship. He's oh, dating God. four other people that he whittled down I from 30. Like that's, that makes me feel bad for you if this yeah, is your version of a healthy, of a healthy relationship. relationship. All right, he gives Tasha the rose. He shows her his bedroom and yes, says, he does. "This is the place where the magic doesn't happen." Good joke. Oh, yeah, good. That joke, was a Colton. good joke. Genuinely, I yeah, I liked that a lot. She walks out in an Underwood jersey. Yeah. Wow. Yowza. Bring that back in the fantasy Ryan suite. Said, is there nothing on underneath? And, well, it was unclear the way it was shot for a moment whether she was wearing pants or not. Smile your smile, Tasha. It's sexy. <laughs> you wearing something under that jersey? You're so damn sexy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
cut to the girls at the house. Mm-hmm. They are all in fucking glasses. Yep. And what is going on? They don't even appear sometimes to have fake lenses in them. <laughs> they just <laughs> appear to be frames. Yeah, you were pretty convinced that Cassie's didn't have lenses. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, so what's up? This is just a fashion choice now? I feel like it's the same thing as the gentleman never wearing socks. Yeah. I don't understand these millennials and their crazy fashion choices. They're not eating cereal because it's too involved. <laughs> They're not using top sheets. <laughs> they don't know how to put a stamp on a letter, yet they can put on fake glasses. <laughs> All right, Kaylin meets Colton on the top of a mountain. Continental Divide. The, oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Huh. It's the Rockies, is that right? The Rockies, yep. Uh, it reminded me of our good friend. What was that guy's name? As I was flying. Oh, oh, yeah. In Casey. A helicopter <laughs> over the city. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that we would get a You're Getting Left on This Mountain yes. moment. Yes. Yeah, you're getting left on the Continental Divide, and your tears as they flow will go either to the Atlantic or the Pacific, <laughs> depending on which side they what fall. What is the Continental That's Divide? That's what it means. So the water on one side of the Continental Divide ends up in the Atlantic or the Gulf of Mexico, and the water on the other side ends up in the Pacific. Huh. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, pretty neat. Hmm. Huh. Let's not wait till the water <laughs> runs dry. Make the biggest mistake of our lives. Don't do We did some a while ago. Jay Mo Brock, our fan, specifically told us that she did not care for our singing of uh, Boys to Men. Oh, because it was so bad? Because it was so bad. What song was it? (laughs) Probably that one. Yeah. Probably I'll Make Love to You. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we'll be back for that. Don't worry, Jay Mo Brock and all our fans. Maybe it was my class song, So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. So hard. Okay. Okay. What? You don't don't like it either. You have played that as a final song. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we (laughs) we go back to that well, the Boys to Men well. Well, weren't they on it? Were they on this show at one point? Boys to Men? Yeah. Oh, I do kind of remember that. I think they were. Yeah, yeah the three of them right. that are still doing that the rotation. That would explain why we were singing it so much. <laughs> or just that we love Boys to Men. I'll Make Love to You is my go-to karaoke. Well, you know what it was? It was somehow we brought up that Mariah Carey Boys to Men video. Oh, One yeah. Fine Day. Yep. One, one Sweet one Day. One Sweet Day. And then I brought up that Still what? of the Night song. Now we're just rehashing <laughs> old podcast memories. Guys, wasn't a great oh, three seasons ago that. when we did when this Mariah yeah comes out. <laughs> oh why did we mention that we anyway, gotta go back to the tapes Continental yeah divide mm-hmm. um all right colton confronts kaylin about the rumors uh he says it terrifies me Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. This is Caitlin saying it terrifies. I'm just used to Colton being the one who's always talking about his his greatest fears. Yeah. Uh, She says, it terrifies me to know the way I'm feeling and to know I could lose you over something that's completely fabricated. The only person who knows if I'm ready for marriage is me, and I am. I do feel like, especially, like, who knows what is true about the, they always talk about wanting to be the bachelorette claim. It seems like the other claim that neither one of them is ready for marriage does feel totally opinion based. Sure, like just right. Tasha and Kerpa have decided that neither one of them is ready for marriage. Right, unless they literally said, I'm not ready for marriage. Yeah, and Kaylin puts a finer point on it in her talking at her- talking head interview and says, How the fuck would Tasha know whether mm-hmm. I'm ready or not? And then I like it that we get like hardcore Kaylin, yeah because she also says i will call that stupid bitch out <laughs> fuck her <laughs> like kaylin's all yeah. sweet until you mess with her and then she is not someone you want the claws with. come out yeah i like the idea of kaylin being like a kind of sandra bullock character in the miss america contest you know <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, like a pistol packing miscongeniality yeah. type. Yeah. 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 And if anyone, anyone tries to hurt one of my new friends, I would take them out. I would make them suffer so much that they'd wish they were never born. And if they ran, I would hunt them down. Watch out. Watch your back, Jack. 
Can I have the pad? Or is there a reason why you're keeping it only? No, no, I just had it had it over here so I could write down that note about Shaggy. Go ahead. Uh, where are so they it's super awkward and then they go to dinner and it's super awkward. Um and Kaylin tells Colton, I'm falling in love with you. Um, but they just seem like real down at the beginning well, of this Colton dinner. Colton cries at the dinner. Yeah, that's right. Colton is crying and saying, this is happening right before hometowns. I think family is the most important thing. Like, don't cry, bud. It's okay, big guy. Yeah. It'll be okay. It's okay, Coco. <laughs> Let it out, Coco. Coco, no cry. Coco, Coco. <laughs> is that, Coco's not the ape in Congo. Is it, what's the Coco Amy? is... Yeah, Amy is in Congo, but Coco was a real chimp sign language that ape. had a kitten. It wasn't a, it's a chimpanzee. Okay. That's not a, I don't know. Yeah. What's the difference between an ape? I know it's not a monkey. Right. Prafa? <laughs> we now need you to look up the genus. <laughs> Robin? <laughs> Let's just Google it now so we don't have to Coco do a correction was tomorrow. was a chimp that had a kitten. Because I used to have a poster in my room, it might have been my sister's, that was Coco and her kitten. Oh. Yeah. It yeah. was very cute. The great apes include orangutans, chimpanzees. And humans. That's right, y'all. <laughs> Are we blowing your minds? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast isn't afraid who it offends. You know who doesn't believe in that? Heather. <laughs> um, all right. All right. They, so, yeah, yeah they kind of work it they out. Through it. Oh, oh, we've got to get at Colton saying, I know that I am falling in love with you mm-hmm. to Kaylin. It's not quite a Ben Higgins move, but getting close. Well, Kaylin tells Coco. him that she's falling in love with him. Right. But I feel like that's even the closest that's, we've gotten to reciprocity. Right. Thus far. Yeah. Recipro- reciprocity Re- reciprocation there you go Meh. yeah reciprocity that was good you got it yeah yeah um they go to red rocks colton mm-hmm. has invited his friend brett young just a friend of mine you the may know him as brett young famous brett young <laughs> how did they get brett young to come to this <laughs> Um, they dance. It's real awkward. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Even for bachelor dancing, I thought that was pretty awful. I feel like it's pretty clear that Colton is not a great dancer, and then neither is Caitlin. Right, and together they were just kind of feeding off each other's terribleness. Though, here's the thing. Wouldn't you rather have this situation where they were the only ones there, as opposed to, like, the whole crowd? Yes, that's my nightmare. Yeah. That's your biggest fear in all That's of this. That's my biggest fear just in life <laughs> is that I will end up somehow as the bachelor or a bachelor contestant and then I will have to go on a date and dance with someone publicly in front of Brett Young. Yeah, your greatest fear. That's my biggest fear yeah, in life. It's reasonable. <laughs> biggest fear in all of this. All right. Can we move forward? Yeah. Hannah gets the next one-on-one, to which she says, thank the freaking Lord. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> Raymer, Raymer, Yellow Jammer. <laughs> um, yeah, I also want to say, so they, um, we get a little bit of a home scene. They appear to be staying in a church. Am I wrong here? Yeah, some sort of like, yeah, I don't know what that was. There was just a bunch of really weird settings for this day, mm-hmm. or this episode, because they're staying in what appears to be a church. Uh, on the, th- basically what ends up being a three-on-one date, they go to this, like, weird haunted mansion. Right. <laughs> there was a candlestick floating around in the background with no one holding it. And then it. it's obviously close to wherever they're staying because Kaylin just shows right, up. Right, just, like, rolls in. Well, and, uh, who was it? Was it Hannah B? They went out to, like, an airplane hangar. Yeah. That had dinner. Yes. It was, like, some sort of flight museum. So, yeah, a lot of weird settings. Denver's got a lot of cultural riches to choose from. I think they were just real high. <laughs> well, that would have been interesting if uh, on Tasha and Colton's date, they're like, all right, to the dispensary. Here we go. <laughs> you know that's why Harrison wasn't there. That's he was true. Yeah. Out of his mind <laughs> in one of those legal opium dens in Denver. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Colton, I have the munchies so bad right now. Oh, 
Harrison was out getting free health care. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how weird this show is, Colton? Because <laughs> I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, Harrison's going to have long hair when he gets back. <laughs> um, all right. Kaylin confronts Tasha, And, I mean, I feel like they're both just, like, kind of over it. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like they reach any sort of conclusion. Tasha seems to think that she was in the right for being honest with Colton. Though she really backs up her story to basically just, like, when Colton brought up this warning from Katie... Cassie and Caleb were the only ones who got like worried and defensive about it. I just think that's weird. Like, first of all, that can't be true. Right. That they were the only ones that were freaking out about it. And that's not what she told Colton. Yeah. At all. It wasn't that, oh, they were acting kind of weird when you brought this warning up. They are walking around constantly talking about They speak of nothing else (laughs) but being the bachelorette. All right. Um, Hannah B gets to go on a special one on one date to meet Colton's family. Colton's dad really dressed up for the occasion, <laughs> wearing a uh, little t-shirt jeans combo. He did bring his guns, though. Yes, his metaphorical guns. Yes. Hashtag Colton's dad for bachelor. Yeah. Whew. I want to see... You got a little hot under the collar when you showed up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hot mm. under the pants. Guess which Underwood's not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Underwood? More like... Overwood. <laughs> More like Thunderwood. Oh. That was going to be one of my puns for the fantasy suite, oh, but you brought it out. I used it too early. No, yep. Nope, you used it just soon enough. <laughs> no take back. doesn't deserve a Thunderwood. Thunderwood, yeah. His dad, for sure. Totally does. Thunderwood. I'd like to see a Bachelor v. Bachelor. Um, like special episode where it's Colton's dad versus Parum Pum. <laughs> I think I know who would win and they that. they go head to head to win the hearts of the ladies. I found that Colton's dad's voice was very commanding and I would do whatever he said. I know. I think. And he, he did that thing where I feel like the thing on Friends where Phoebe does her like decision making game. So oh, she'll be like, like say as fast as you can. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you're supposed to say your answer. Yeah, as quick do you as want you the can. job? Yeah, yeah. Um, and because he's like, "Tell me about Hannah. I trust your gut." And he, then he says, "You have to make your decision, and you can't second guess it. What do you want to do?" And so I feel like they cut it away, but Colton was yeah. probably like, "I want to dump Hannah." And then <laughs> right. He could, after he said it, he couldn't. He couldn't take it back. Way to bring Hannah to your house in order to dump her first. Oh. After all this talk about how meeting family is the most important thing and you wouldn't want to meet somebody's family unless you were totally sure. How shocked were you by Hannah B's exit? I was pretty shocked. I, I thought was she was sh- going to be in the top four I for was sure. Shook. You were shook? Yeah. I thought that Hannah B was going to have a spot and Taysha wasn't. Yeah. yeah. If I had to choose. Well, um... Now we don't get to go to Tuscaloosa, too, which I'm pissed. I guess we get to go to Birmingham. Yeah. So we'll get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, Hannah B. grew on me. She did. I mean, I <laughs> she uh, grew on me in the same way that uh, just wearing a bra around would grow on somebody, <laughs> I think. <laughs> it's comfortable. Um. All right. So he tells his family obviously hannah's incredible and hannah's amazing well they're obviously like, tell us about her she's incredible <laughs> but uh, not incredible enough to keep around um there's a lot of talk in this episode about how much colton trusts his gut which is, is all of a sudden true? new talk because i don't feel like colton does trust his gut there to was me, a lot of colton talk about it 100 percent lack any sort of decision making genes well we've talked he does he'll cut people that he's not into so he does have that decision making that's gene, true but... but i feel like you also see him like second guessing everything mm-hmm. so i feel like what you what we might not see is like he cuts hannah b and then he breaks down about it yeah know? yeah or later is like oh man i should call hannah b yeah he doesn't <laughs> is like she gone is the van like gone already in his yeah decisions. yeah no, I mean, he does, he seems very, he makes decisions about cutting people, but he does not seem like he's has a handle on the process, totally. And, like, when, I mean, this is skipping ahead, but when, um, what's-her-face, never-been-kissed girl, Josie Grossy, Heather, mm-hmm. 
uh, leaves, I almost feel like he just seems relieved. Yeah. Because he's like, thank God I don't have to cut you. And honestly, that's true with all of them that have left, I feel like, is it's like, so, well, someone else made this decision, so I don't have to make this decision. So he's like, I almost feel like you if, do you, girl. Yeah, I almost feel like if Harrison came to him and was like, all right, it's Hannah G, he'd be like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for choosing for me, right. Harrison. Right, thank you. Yeah. But it was really just because Harrison was so high that he came <laughs> in and just <laughs> randomly made a choice. Oh, Harrison. Um, all right. Well, do you have anything else to say <laughs> um, about no, Hannah I mean, B's? Just again, like, well, I do think that it's interesting that he's like, I don't know if I can get there now, so I really need something important to happen tonight. I'm like, Colton, if you're not there, you're not there. Like, what can happen in six hours that's going to make you feel right? Who knows what'll happen at the Air and Space Museum, though? Anything <laughs> Hannah Hannah B is going to get in one of the planes and be like. Guys, the limit at the air and space. <laughs> Come on, museum. they didn't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm soaring for you. <laughs> oh no, it said we're about to crash and burn. That's yeah. what it said on the day card. Whoops, sorry. That's why I didn't put the pad over here because you knocked it over. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, yes. you better backtrack yes. on that. Yeah, I am totally backtracking oh on that. What? Yeah, you... I'll just say whatever I want. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, Hot dogging all over the place. Hot dogging on the mic. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Mary and Joseph. All right. Um, Hannah. I do feel I really liked Hannah's exit. Me too. Um, yeah. Because Colton is like, I know there's somebody out there for you. And she says, I know that. Yeah. Like, don't try to placate me, Colton. Yeah, no. And she said, the desire of my heart is to be loved so fearlessly by somebody. I know. I feel like dumped Hannah all of a sudden becomes like Yates. Right. Like, Like, where was this when she was supposed to give a toast? She becomes so poetic. I will not allow myself to not feel chosen every single day. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. The desire of a heart is to be loved so fearlessly by somebody. (laughs) That is. Like, I'm going to put that. Oh, Captain, uh, my Captain. (laughs) I'm going to put that on your Valentine's card next Mm. year. Well, and it's funny, too, because When lilacs last in the courtyard bloomed. (laughs) When I uh, I have in my notes, the next thing I have is this is actually beautiful. And it was the reference to the girls talking about the scenery. But uh, for a moment, I thought it was me commenting on Hannah B's Hannah's exit eloquent. speech. Yeah, like, oh, this is actually beautiful. Well, you know, Hannah B, I mean, she was a pageant girl. I feel like yeah. you do have to give speeches yeah. for that, which only makes her reluctance to give that To give a toast. Even, even more, yeah, yeah, like, stranger. what the fuck was that about? Yeah, what was going on? Well, and you know what moved me more than anything was when she said, Roll Tide as she left. Mm, you don't really have your hand to be down. Do it. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. As she as she drove away, she was <laughs> waving a crimson flag. Um. All right. We are on the last date. Colton shows up for the date on a choo-choo train. And then he asks, you guys like the train? <laughs> chugga, 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 choo-choo. Have you guys seen, uh, what's that show? What's that TV show? Thomas. Yeah, Thomas yeah. the Tank Engine. <laughs> These look like my Thomas jams. Ah, I'm surprised when we sh- we saw his bed at home that it wasn't like a train no, bed. I think it might. They probably like made him get rid of that. It was a race car bed. <laughs> Only room for one. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Somehow I'm getting nowhere fast in this race car bed. Oh, um... Yeah, they go on a old-timey train, and basically Heather dumps Colton. First, yeah. Like, right off the bat. Yep. Immediately, yeah. She, sa- she says that she doesn't think it's fair to take him to her hometown um, if she isn't ready for that. And, I mean, shocker of the century, the girl that just got her first kiss isn't ready to do that. Right, isn't ready to commit. I'm I couldn't shocked. believe it either. Then the girl who got her second kiss on the way out the door on Ooh, the train. Yeah. Take it easy, Heather, you <laughs> slut. <laughs> really hoeing it up on that I train. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, like- slow down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like there should be some train joke in here, but you'd probably just make me cut it. What? Let's hear it. Let's, let's something try. About running a train. Oh, you know, here's what we'll do. Here's what? what we'll do. Okay, hold on. 
animate a super offensive joke that was brilliant, <laughs> but I had to cut it because it was too offensive. I'm sorry, but it was a really good joke. It was an eloquent joke that compared riding a train to riding Colton. <laughs> and uh, Hannah B. helped us punch it up. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Ooh. Um, all right. Heather's dunzo she's gone and they make her leave on the train and the girls are like did you hear that the train is (laughs) here so how are the rest of them getting home it's like the train of death (laughs) (laughs) don't go riding that long black train i feel like it's like a um twilight zone episode oh yeah once you get on the train Yeah. yeah It takes you to the to the netherworld. It takes you to, it's like somewhere in New York, right? There is an actual episode like that. Oh, where you get on a train and it takes you to like a... Last stop, Chappaquiddick. <laughs> Last stop, death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right. After Heather gets taken away, we are left with Cassie and Kerpa, who... Uh, Really get into it. Yeah. Wait, it's just Cassie and Kerp and Hannah G. And Hannah G. She's there silently. You are correct. Yeah. Hannah G, I don't think, spoke a single word on this episode. <laughs> Which actually was a smart move. Yeah, well played, yeah. Hannah G. Yeah, just. The only thing that we hear from Hannah up. G is her giggling outside of the oh door. Oh my God, as that he editing. Gives her the rose. Some of the best editing they've ever done on the show, I think. We'll get there. Yeah, so Cassie I feel like and Kerpa. The Kerpa. G for Hannah G might stand for Geisha. Because she just, like, giggles, you know? She's like, oh. I thought you were going to go with giggle. Hannah giggles. Maybe. Also yeah. giggle. Like Dr. Giggles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Either one. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Kerpa is essentially doing exactly what Tasha did to Kaylin, which is uh, throwing a bitch under the bus. Yeah, under the train. Yeah, under the train, <laughs> if you will. I will. Well played. Yeah, she's tied Cassie to the tracks. And twirled her mustache, her old-timey villain mustache. Kerpa honestly says, uh, my main focus is myself. I, lo- I laughed out loud yeah. when she said that. I liked that I a mean, lot. true enough. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, at least somebody was honest about it. Um, Cassie tells Kerpa that basically, like, she's wrong, that Cassie is there for the right reason. She is ready for marriage. And then Kerpa tells Cassie, you don't have anything to back it up. Um, so I like that as an English teacher, that Kerpa's like, where's yeah. your evidence? Where's your evidence? Where's Cite your, your sources. Yeah. yeah, come on. Let's get them in MLA format. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> Cassie says that it all just reeks of desperation. Um, that... Uh, <laughs> the best quote. Cassie, in my opinion, you're an idiot. Well, she says it's either true or it's not true. It's not an opinion. In my opinion, you're an idiot. <laughs> so good. Because she says that basically, like, for Kerpa to say that Cassie isn't ready for marriage, she's presenting it as something factual right. that, like, was said and it wasn't said. It's yeah. just Kerpa's opinion on mm-hmm. of Cassie. That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> got lebowski over here uh, and hannah g is just sitting there totally awkward mm-hmm. the whole time and she's actually smoking a joint in the rockies she might have been stoned yeah. she did seem a little stoned well it's just she's got those barbie eyes those skipper, skipper eyes that just don't blink um colton says he needs a little more time before he's going to hand out the roses so they go to the night segment of the day in the haunted mansion during which solemn piano music plays <laughs> that's what it said on our closed, our captions. closed captions solemn yeah. piano music um colton despite saying that he needs more time immediately takes hannah g outside and gives her the rose well and, and i just want to describe this whole thing because so it's cassie and kerpa sitting and hannah g sitting at a table Colton comes in, grabs the rose, grabs Hannah G and says, hey, can we go outside? Oh, he says, I'm sure. Can I grab you for a second? Or you want to get out of here? (laughs) And they go outside and you hear her giggling and Cassie and Kerpa just sit there silently (laughs) giving each other like death stares. Well, they don't even look. They won't look at each other. Oh, they won't look at each other. I feel like it's like when our dog eats the trash and I'm like, look at me, (laughs) damn it. Acknowledge this. Yeah, make eye contact with me. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then and then what? Hannah G just goes home. 
with the rose too. Like yeah. she, they don't even make her stay around. They're like, you're safe, Hannah. You're right. Get out of here. Yeah. Take the train all the way back. <laughs> don't look out the windows. The Dementors are out. <laughs> Some sort of like Harry Potter situation. Uh, um. I like how you became prison Mike. Yeah, well, talking. that's when it was talking about the Dementors. Yeah. Um. All right. Kaylin magically shows up on the day. I yep. guess she took the train up. Train back. Yeah. yeah. She took the five forty up. <laughs> <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> and she doesn't stop. Doesn't say hello to Cassie yeah. or Kirk. Fucking Terminator walking in there. Yeah. T one thousand. Um, she just walks upstairs and we can only assume tells Colton basically that like there's no truth to the Cassie rumors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally. Goes in to defend her friend. Yeah, yeah. We don't get to see what goes down, but Colton comes back down and gives the rose to Cassie. Yeah. Kerpa, can I walk you out? I'd like that. <laughs> and then uh, he opens a bottle of champagne real messily with Cassie. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, actually live footage from the Fantasy Suites. <laughs> Did I do that right? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no fence jump. Maybe next week. May- I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, you know what? He jumps the fence or he doesn't. I'm not expecting yeah, it Yeah, whatever. I don't I'm even not- care about yeah. the fence. Yeah, let's use reverse psychology yeah. on The Bachelor I Producers. I don't want to see it. Yeah. yeah, don't show me the fence jump. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anything else? That's all I got. That's we'll I see got. you next week in Birmingham, Hometowns. folks. What, what? And y'all some other come, cities. Y'all but coming to Bama. Welcome to our neck of the woods. We'll see you there. Yeah. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com